What's up, everybody? Welcome to episode two of Outlast, the Survivor slash reality TV podcast. We are, of course, in the illustrious and more media studios. And joining me once again is the great... Hello, Mackenzie. Mackenzie, yes, yes. Welcome back. Thank you. I'm glad you came back. The show would not be nearly as good if you were not. <laughs> Thank so, you. Yeah, we're discussing uh, whatever what happened on... Uh, week two of Survivor, David versus Goliath, and I liked the premiere, but I liked this episode more. I liked it too. Yeah, we are off to a very good season. Yes. 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 I agree. So I guess we'll just we'll just jump right into it. Uh, what were your thoughts? I think we should just like start talking about the episode, and I actually took some notes. Oh, oh, so notes. that we could go yes. through everything. See, and this is why and this is this is why I I pick really good co-hosts because when we do pinned Austin provides notes. I don't even watch the wrestling shows we 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 discuss. Uh, and here I watch the episode but you have notes. So, the day where I get a solo podcast is going to be the most unorganized mess probably probably ever. But that's okay, you know. We we're, we're prepared this week. Um, I've got questions that we'll answer later. Okay, cool. It's going to be a great time. So, yeah, let's just talk. We'll just jump right into the episode. Okay, so the episode opened with Nick and Christian from the David Tribe. Yes. They made an alliance called the Mason-Dixon Line. What a dumb alliance name. <laughs> I mean, it makes sense, like, geographically for where they're from. Yes. Um, I guess, what? what's your thought on naming the alliances? I think it's pointless. You think it's pointless? Yeah, especially this early on. Like, is it really going to last? I mean, for their sake, I hope it lasts, like mm -hmm. that they stay true yeah. to each other. But this is Survivor. I don't know. I think I think naming the Alliance is a, a great decision. Um, one of my uh, branches tripped and fell and knocked <laughs> over part of our illustrious studio. That's okay. Uh, but uh, what was I saying? Oh, yes, naming alliances. I mean, for Big Brother especially, like, you know, they always name their alliances. Yeah. And, you know, sometimes sometimes they work and sometimes they don't. But I like, I think it gives a, an alliance a little bit more pizzazz to it. Yeah. Um, and I like it. You know, I've always said that if I went on Survivor, I would, I mean, now it's going to look like I'm copying Nick. But <laughs> I've always wanted to name my alliances that I'm in too. Um, so, yeah, no, I'm about it. I really like the name. I like, the, I like it better than Thoroughbreds, which is what he and... Um, uh, Danielle had uh, yeah. in week one for their alliance. Yeah. So, um, Nick also in the episode compared the two of them to JT and Steven. Yes. Which I thought was an interesting comparison. Which I, as soon as he said, I was like, okay, I could, yes. I could definitely see this eventually turning into a JT and Steven. And if I'm Christian, I'm, th I'm, I'm thinking, I'm not Stephen Fishback, <laughs> and vote him out when you have the chance. Yeah. Yeah, uh, Chris. Can we just talk about how tremendous Christian was this entire episode? He was great. He was great. His faces, <laughs> unbelievable. Like I, you know, I I was high on Christian, um, but I was not as high on him as you were going in. Um, after that week, no, Christian's the man. He's not my yeah. winner pick. I actually he's changed, still my winner pick. I actually changed my winner pick uh, after this episode. Um, but no, Christian did. Christian's just wonderful. You know, I, he's easily the best character they have so far. Yeah. Yeah. He, I agree. Yeah. He he is like, he is like all of the good things about Cochran on like steroids. Mm -hmm. Yeah. He's, yep. uh, yeah. It's, he did great. And I hope this alliance uh, does really well. Um, they were the swing vote this week. Yeah. So yeah. we'll get to that later. Yes. Um, also, some things that I noticed were different. 
They gave the tribes a fire-making kit after the hurricane came through. Mm -hmm. They also gave them a tarp. Yes, and at the immunity challenge, they gave them a fishing pole as, like, part of the reward. Yeah. Which I thought was interesting because I don't recall many times in Survivor where they actually give them supplies. Like, after, like, there's been horrible weather or something, and they, like, lose a bunch of things or whatever. I don't recall them ever actually helping them out, especially a fishing pole. Mm -hmm. Like, usually they just have to, like, make their own fishing pole. Well, I was watching, um, I was listening to the know-it-alls earlier today, and, um, Rapsis Nino had a whole bunch of like former survivors on. Uh, he had uh, Stephen Fishback, Andrea Belke, Brett LaBelle mm. was on, um, uh, um, a whole bunch of people. And they were talking about how in their previous seasons, especially with Millennials versus Gen X, they were given tarps for the rain, but they had to give them back like at, ch- at the challenge. Like Jeff would be like, don't make me come back to your camp and look for this, like bring it back. So like they, there was like a big back and forth on like they actually let them keep them now. Mm, okay. which, which tells me that this is going to be a very wet season. Like, yes. Lots of rain, you know. Yeah. I, I, I mean, we already had someone get taken out off of a boat. Like, <laughs> I hope the weather doesn't uh, strike anyone else down. Yeah. But, you know, I think it's going to be, I think this is going to be one of the more brutal seasons. Yeah, so, I agree. Yeah. Weather-wise, yeah. Yes. Um. Also, with the Goliath tribe, everybody knows about the idol now. Yes. Pretty much everybody Oh, knows. my God. I want to discuss this. Okay, let's hear it. How how in 37 seasons of Survivor do you not think, they're going to go through my clothing. They're going to go through my bag. When she was saying, we should really bury the idol, and he's like, no one's going to look. Yeah. And, and then Jeremy goes and looks. Like I was like, oh, my God. I am actually surprised. Not saying this hasn't happened before and we just haven't seen it, but mm-hmm. I'm surprised that we don't see more people searching through other people's things. Like, yeah. If they're suspicious that they have an idol. Mm-hmm. Oh, I would look through everyone's bags. Right. Like, I would do the exact same yeah. thing. And if I'm just surprised. If you leave, I'm going through your things. Yeah. I'm surprised that if it has happened before, they haven't shown it. I think it's definitely happened before. Um, I can think of some instances where, like, I have watched it. And I know for me, I listen to a lot of, like, Survivor podcasts. And I've had people mention on the podcast that I listen to that they that they have gone through th- bags. Yeah. And if, if you remember, um, uh, healers, heal, uh, hustlers, and heroes, yeah. whatever, that yeah. awful name, um, they actually made... Um, they actually made the one dude do a strip search. You remember that? They made... Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah, Alan Ball made JP take off his pants to I see if there that. was an idol. Yeah. So, like, they do some really crazy shit on that show. Like, yeah. But I just hit the mic out of frustration. <laughs> but, like, within reason, like, you you need to hide your idol. Like, yeah. everyone knows you I have agree. it now. Um, and I, I, I want to bring up a question, too, that I heard on another on the know-it-alls. Um, they were saying, what was more important? What, what what would you value more as a player? Having the idol or having information? Like, would you rather know what was going on in the game or have an idol? I'd rather have information. Yeah, because if you don't have the information, how do you know how to play the idol? Exactly. Yeah, otherwise you just waste an idol and then you stop, probably still go home. Yeah. So, yeah, there was like a long debate and I really didn't see how there was much room to debate it. Like, yeah. if I have the information, I don't need the idol. Mm-hmm. Or I agree. I, yeah, or if I have the information, then... I know who also has the idol and I can get them to play it for me. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, no. uh, Bad move, Dan. I agree. Yes. Um, Also, Davey found the idol on the David tribe. Yes. Yes. And he found it very easily. And we talked about this last week that 
idols are very easy to find these days. Yes, yes. They're just chilling about. He was looking for food and found an idol. Yeah. Surprised he didn't try to eat the idol. Yeah. Yes. He was like, I've been looking for food more than I've been looking for anything else. And then literally just accidentally stumbles upon it. Yeah. We have people accidentally finding idols. Like, they need to be hidden better. I agree. Yes. I agree. Like, uh, Randy Bailey, I follow on Twitter. Um, and he was, uh, everyone remembers Randy Bailey from, uh, you know, Gabon and Heroes vs. Villains. He was- yep. He said so cheerfully that um, <laughs> uh, that production might as well just give everybody 20 idols now because that's like how easy it is for people to find them now. And I agree to an extent. Like we talked about this earlier, like last week too. They need to find a better way because like, I mean, how many, half the show was about idol finds or discovering yeah. people's idols. Like, so yeah, no, they definitely need to find a better way to hide it. And like I said, travel council idol, that'd be awesome. That would, I 100% agree with that. That <laughs> yes. would be a really great idea. Yes, yes. Yeah, that would be great. Um, also, Carl made it clear that he was targeting Lyrsa. Yes. And I was confused by that because early on, you want to keep the tribe strong. Mm-hmm. At least the first couple votes. And Lyrsa did really well in the first challenge. She did. So I was confused as to why they were saying she's the weakest. Mm-hmm. Because also, from what I can tell, she seems to be helping around camp. Yeah. She seems to get along with people. Mm-hmm. So that was like a surprising target. Yeah. <clears throat> I was thinking, it'd be one thing if they were like, oh, she's just rubbing people the wrong way. Because that's another reason to get rid of somebody. Right. But <clears throat> but yeah, like, they were judging it specifically on challenge performance. And B... Um, the MMA fighter yeah. on the season. She did really bad in the first challenge and she did bad in this week's challenge. Mm-hmm. So if everyone was being honest about challenge performance, she would have went home. Right. You know, I, I don't buy it. I think he just wanted Lyrissa out because he didn't trust her, which I mean, fair, but like, right. yeah, his, his reasoning didn't really make sense. And I think certain people on the beach were able to see through it and be like, that's not why you want her out. Definitely. Yes, yes. Yeah, definitely. Um, speaking of people, that you don't like, uh, Natalie. Ah, oh, she was Natalie full force. Napalm, full force today. Full force Holy this hell. episode. Yes, uh, my boy Jeremy, and that's the guy I've changed my winner pick to. Jeremy, this episode did surprised me in so many ways. Um, he, he, him, and him talking with uh, Mr. Schneebly. <laughs> uh, that was a great dynamic that I really liked. Him, tr- him pulling Natalie aside and being like, "Listen, like I want to help you." But, like, you are rubbing people the wrong way. Mm-hmm. People want you out. And, you know, as two black individuals, we can help each other out. Extending the olive branch. And she shut him right down. Yeah. Like, everybody. That's, like, the what, the second or third person in two episodes to try to pull Natalie aside and be like, pump the brakes a little. And she's just full force. Like You know that when people come to you and are like, hey, tone it down a bit, you should tone it yeah, down a bit. Yeah, you should. Especially if more than one person's coming Right. To you. Yeah. Yeah, she, uh, yeah, which which brings us back to our point in week one. Do you vote her out first at Tribal Council? Because if everyone um, now wants her out, I'm keeping her as long as I can. I agree from a strategic point, mm-hmm. but from if we're looking at staying tr- strong for challenges, you, you got to get rid of her. See, I'm the guy who, when I, I know if I ever play Survivor, <laughs> I am not going to be good at challenges. So... <laughs> I now have to find a way to get myself safe because uh, I'm by no means an athletic individual. Um, and I'm also by no means good at puzzles. Like I'm mediocre at everything except mm-hmm. for podcast hosting, apparently. <laughs> um, and so for me, my strategy going in would be I need to make sure that there are other targets around me. And she is a target. Yeah. You know, keep her in as long as you can. 
because there will always be a time to get rid of her. Um, at least that's what I would do. I understand. I, I understand from somebody who would probably do really well at challenges. Uh, I would not. And so for me, it's like, nope, keep her around. So. Yeah, I agree. I think from a strategic point, I would be like, you know what? Everybody hates her. Maybe I should try and work with her. Yeah. Like on the down low. Yeah. And keep her around. I feel like for Natalie, all you'd have to do is just, yes, okay, yes, let's do it. Make her think she's running the show and she's in your pocket. Right. Like she, yeah. she's this, this aggressive person that wants to take control and wants to be feared. So if you just give her that, even if it's bullshit, if you give her that, I really think you could control Natalie. And that's what I'd be trying to do if I was on that beach. Mm-hmm. So, But I'd be a David, so I wouldn't have to worry about this. <laughs> Um, also, John said he actually wants to work with Natalie. Yes. Yeah, John which Hennigan. Was in, which was interesting. I was yes. like, wow, okay. The mayor of Slamtown has the same strategy I'm having. Yeah. Except he could definitely beast challenges. So <laughs> he's sitting pretty regardless, I think. I think yeah. he's safe at least till merge. I agree. I agree. Um. So the challenge. Yes. What'd you think of the challenge? You know, looking at it, it looked kind of simple. Mm-hmm. I mean, the puzzle, not necessarily. Like, it was a simple puzzle, but, like, the, how how would you describe it? The, the like, the rope tether. Yeah, that like yeah, that. Pull, yeah. Yeah, that seemed difficult, but, like, the puzzle itself did not. Yeah. Um, I thought it was a, an okay challenge. Yeah, it was okay. I mean, like you said, the puzzle was pretty easy. The whole learning curve was getting, the, maneuvering the rope thing. Yeah. Uh, which, I mean, they... The the Davids went did all wrong. They they did not oh, have gosh. the right people running that challenge. The Goliaths <laughs> led and dominated yeah, the whole thing. Yeah, no, and it was I actually I actually watched like the first like three minutes of the challenge. I was like, no, the Goliaths are winning, and I went and made myself food. And then <laughs> I came back, and I'm like, yep, they won. Yeah. So I was surprised that the Davids chose B to yeah. do that ladder. She was thing. awful. She was awful. She was awful. You'd think they would pick someone taller. Yeah. Maybe. Mm-hmm. And more athletic. Yeah. And well, and that's the thing. Like, I mean, she's an MMA fighter. So like I get like, oh, she does. She plays us. She fights in a sport for a living, like athletic. But yeah, no, she was awful. Uh, yeah. But not her. Not her best moment. No, I don't think I would have done much better. So so I can't <laughs> I can't I can't harp on her too much. And also she could kick my ass. But yeah, no, not 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 the best. Yeah, not great. Uh, but the uh, the main thing came after the challenge is when all the craziness happened. Yes. Yes. This was awesome. I loved it. Yes. No, it was great. It was fantastic. Um. So everybody was kind of on board with getting rid of Lyrsa. Mm-hmm. And then Elizabeth kind of switches things around and is like, hey, I think we should get rid of Jessica because Jessica is the link between B and Carl. And then... A lot of people were on board with that. Yeah. Well, at first, because at first, at the, at the beginning of the episode, they were trying to get the votes on Carl. Yeah. And everybody was like, uh, no, 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 absolutely not. Yep. So I, and that's the thing that I really liked. I really liked how they were like, oh man, it's looking like Lears is going to go home. Nobody wants to vote out Carl. Hey, what about his ally? Like, what about, what about his friend? And like, I don't know. They just, Danielle pulled it off seamlessly. Yeah. And it, and it was very, very, the, the women of this season are way better than the men. I like, agree. I, I, I want, I want, I want Danielle. Except for Christian. Except for Christian. <laughs> except for Christian, Jeremy, and John. Everybody else uh, kind of sucks. Um, but I really want the women to make their all women's alliance. And I want, I want them to just crush it. Crush I would it. like to see an all like, women's alliance. Yeah, I we think haven't they could seen do that. It. We haven't seen that since. One world. 
One World. Yeah. Yes. Yes. And One World isn't that good of a season. But these people have characters, and I think this could be a good season, even if you had the women dominating. Yeah. So. Yeah, that was great. Yeah. No. Um. Yeah. Danielle goes and approaches uh, Christian and says the. And this is the thing too. Like she she gives Christian a hug, and then says, "Hey, the plans changed." Yeah. And I really liked that because it wasn't like she approached him and said, "So what are you thinking about this?" She she gave him the hug, which showed affection and friendship. And then mm-hmm. when his guard was down, hey, this is what we're doing now. And yep. Christian gave his really his, like, yeah, his, his face, his, his Christian face that is just fantastically mm-hmm. alarmed all the time. And yeah, he, he him and Nick discussed it and they were the swing votes. They were. Yeah. What do you think? Like, so if you were on the beach, what would your move be? Would you stick with Lyrissa or would you have voted out? Um, Whoever, Jessica. Yeah, Jessica. I would have voted out Jessica. You think so? Yeah. Also, from like what I can tell in challenges, like she wasn't really doing much either. Yeah. No. You know, and if she really was the only connection between B and Carl, then she was a perfect person to get out. Yeah, because now there's no connection between B and Carl. And right. you can now bring B on as part of your women's alliance and then get Carl out. Exactly. Yeah. So I would have definitely gotten rid of Jessica as well. And like Lyrsa. I thought she was doing kind of good in challenges. Yeah. No, I like Lyrissa. Yeah, I, think she's I like a good her character. a lot. Yeah, as somebody as a, as somebody who hopefully would have realized, ah, they want an all women's alliance. I'm a man. <laughs> I think I would have campaigned hard for Le- uh for Lyrissa to go home. Mm-hmm. Uh, like I would have campaigned very hard. But I mean, at the end of the day, you got to go where the numbers go. You exactly. Know? Yeah. If there's an all women's alliance happening, it's better to be with them for a few votes. Yeah. So. Yeah, I don't know. I really would have campaigned hard to probably keep uh, to send Lyrissa home, um, mm-hmm. but that's because I think I would have been able to see what was happening. Mm-hmm. Uh, but who knows? I say that, but I may not have. I'm also the guy who said he could see myself being in a showman's in week one. So, <laughs> so who knows? Maybe I would have been like Dan and had the love goggles on and not of and not know what's going on. Right. So who knows? Um, I do want to talk about a moment that I thought was hilarious. Okay. Hit me with so, it. So Gabby was sitting on the beach with Christian mm-hmm. and she's like kind of freaking out about the vote because she was kind of a target, kind of not. Yeah. She was thinking they were going based off of just challenges, performance and strength. And she's mm-hmm. like, well, I'm not that strong. Like I could be next. And she says to Christian, will you play with me? And then he says, what? And she goes, play with me. And he goes, play with you in the sand. <laughs> I thought that was so funny. <laughs> and I was like, that would like definitely be me yes. out there. I'd be like, I know I'm playing this game as Survivor, but if someone said play with me in the sand, I would be like, what? What? <laughs> okay. Do we would want to build sand castles? Yeah. Like- I just thought that was a really funny moment. <laughs> that was really funny. And I, oh, there was another really funny moment too. I think it might've been when, uh, when Jeremy told Mike not to stab himself in the foot with the spear. Yeah. That was funny too. Like, oh, this this cast is just so good. Yeah. I really like this. They're cast. showing more of their personalities. They are. Than and they it, usually do. And it reminds me of old school Survivor, which yeah. which I'm all about. I'm so, really into it too. And even at Tribal Council, like, you know, I feel like it was basically dominated by Christian just making weird faces, but his yeah. faces were great. Yeah. He was great. Like, oh my God, it was awesome. Like and then they like they asked B, like, oh B, where would your uh where would you vote both your uh base your vote? And she's like Simply challenge performance. And you're like, oh, that was a boring response. Right. Like, but no, uh, 
I guess it's just a Christian show because like literally it and was. And I'm here for and it. And I'm here for it because he is great. Um, and I'm happy because the last few seasons, like, I mean, Ryan Ulrich was the nerd character mm-hmm. um, a few seasons ago and he made it to the final three, but we knew he wasn't winning. Uh, uh, last season there was, you know, the uh, Jacob he was first voted out. There has and then Big Brother. You look at Caleb, who was the nerd character. Yeah, he got kicked off like the first day of Big Brother. Uh, this season, the nerd was Scotty for Big Brother, but you didn't watch because you know Sorry. you're not a real fan. Oh but, my gosh! <laughs> but even Scotty, like you know, he kind of got he kind of was bad. Uh, it's nice to see the nerd archetype really playing well again. Yeah, especially because, like I said, I think I would be my character archetype if I ever got on the show mm-hmm. because I am not athletic. And I also have glasses, which therefore make me a nerd in reality TV's eyes. So, but yeah, no, uh, good, good, good vote. Good week. Um, what do you think is going to happen moving forward now? I want to talk about tribal council first. Okay. Yeah. So first of all, those aerial shots that we were getting. Tribal looked beautiful. It was amazing. Tribal council looked beautiful. I was kind of like. I want to go there and spend time there. Yeah, like, like I know you shouldn't want to be there, but oh, I wanted to be there. <laughs> the day I get on Survivor and I'm walking up to Tribal Council and I see it, my face is going to light up. Like they, yeah. they better not get me on camera because I'm going to be the happiest man to ever be at Tribal Council. <laughs> like I'll just be sitting there just in awe, just like looking yeah. around and just being like, oh my God, Tribal Council. And you know Jeff would point that out. He'd be, be like, like, you're just so happy to be here. Yeah, why, why, why are you so happy to be here, Chad? I'd be like, playing Survivor, Jeff. <laughs> like, this is awesome. <laughs> I hope I don't go home so I can see it again. <sighs> like, Yeah. Um. So Jessica, who ended up going home, that was the first time I'd ever heard her speak at Tribal Council. At Tribal Well, because because her tribe didn't go to Tribal Council. Well, no, I just mean like in general. Like yeah. that was like the first time I really heard her wasn't, speak. Wasn't she um wasn't she the girl who shared the story about her mom being in the abusive relationship on the David's Beach? Yeah, but I feel like I didn't know much about like her game or other than that story, I was like, Who who are you? Like That's true. So you didn't see her talk about game much until yeah. this episode. Okay. And until people are like Council. she's the link between B and Carl, and I'm like, What? Mm-hmm. Like, where are you getting? The, I mean, obviously, I'm not there, so I don't know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, when she said Jeff asked her, a, well, he asked Lyrsa a question and she was like, I'm just listening and sitting back. And then she like interjected. Oh, and, yeah. And like gave that answer. I was like, oh, OK, yeah. girl. Yeah. People sitting back, you know, clearly aren't playing the game or something like that. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I was like, that Which was, was kind of a pompous answer. It you was. Know, day six. Like, take it easy. Yeah, it was. It was interesting. I was like, oh. I got mean, a lot of attitude. I mean, it's day six. Sitting back is exactly what you should be doing. Because, yeah. I mean, clearly we've seen if you don't sit back, you're, you get targeted in the first mm-hmm. couple because you literally, you need to blend in. Yeah. And I mean, that's what Lyris is doing. She blended in. You know, I think the people, I think the people who sit back and don't say anything and just go with the flow until the, the first like 10 days are the people that usually win. You know, they're they're the exceptions, you know. Yeah. You get people like Tony who are just mad crazy the entire season and win. Um, but then you get people kind of like Aris, kind of like Earl and and Aris. Aris oh my goodness. And, yeah, Aris wow. and and Yule and Earl who who know exactly what's happening on the on the beach. Mm-hmm. But don't really do anything. You know what I mean? Like yeah. all those winners, they they knew what was going on. They had a control of the game early, but you didn't know. And then by the time you did know, it was too late, you know? Yeah. It was kind of like, it was kind of the same thing with Wendell too, last season. Like, Wendell was never in trouble. 
And part of it was because he had advantages and idols everywhere. But mm-hmm. like also he he just sit back and let Dom run the entire game. Like literally, yeah. Dom did everything basically. Dom was the brash one, the loud one, and and one just kind of sat back and started and just talked to Laurel and, and yeah. won him the money. So I think uh I think I think Ursa's doing the exact thing that she should be doing. I agree. Yeah. I agree. Christian also said something at Tribal that I thought was interesting. He said risk is exhilarating. And that's why people do it. Yes. And do you do you agree with that? Yeah. Oh yeah. No, one hundred percent. Yeah. Like I agree too. Um if you were in like if you were in Christian and Nick's position and you were the swing vote, mm-hmm. do you go for the the supposed safe vote of getting rid of Lyrsa? Or do you actually get rid of Jessica? Well, I guess I guess it depends on if I'm able to see the bigger picture. Okay. Because sitting at home, I can see, ah, they're planning a women's alliance. But that's because they've said it. You know? Yeah. If I don't, if, so, like, if I'm sitting there and I can see them uh, talking, then and I can be like, oh, they probably want to pull B in. Maybe I don't um, go with that plan. But again... They're not targeting a man here. They're targeting another woman. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if me sitting on the beach, if I would have been able to put two and two together, you know, after six days of, uh, you know, a hurricane, not sleeping and not eating, <laughs> yeah. of being able to do that. So I would like to think, I like I said, I would have went with getting Liersa out mm-hmm. because that would have prevented what I think is going to happen from happening. But I don't know if I would have saw that. So I probably would have went with the numbers and ended up voting the way the vote went. Okay. Um, so probably. That's kind of like a long-winded answer, but that's where my No, I at. agree. I definitely would have, if Jessica was considered like the riskier vote, mm-hmm. I would have definitely got rid of her. Yeah. I feel like if you're in Survivor, you got to take risks. True. This is like, for most people, it's a once-in-a-lifetime. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's a Sandra Diaz uh, twine method of as long as it's not me. Exactly. At the end of the day, that's what it's about. I feel like that's, that's how I would play Survivor. I'm like, as long as it's not me, I don't care who goes. I mean, I, wonder, I mean, one Sandra two out of the three times she's been playing. Yeah. So. It's not a bad strategy. No, it is not. So, um, also, I put a question: Do we keep the tribe strong or vote out early threats? Hmm. Strong until the merge. I mean, yeah. I think it depends on. At least for me, again, it depends on who I'm out there with. You know, because okay. if I'm out there with a lot of challenge beasts, and then me, I'm mm-hmm. not gonna be like, we should keep the tribe strong, because. Then that means I'm going home. Yeah. Um. My I would then be like, nah, like this person's a jerk. Like, like we should vote them out. Mm-hmm. Or that person's someone to watch. Like they're out looking for idols. They're schemy. Like they're gonna they're gonna run the game. That's what I would do. Um. If I was on a, t- a tribe where everybody else was about on par to my level of challenge ability, and I could, and I had enough bond, a close enough bond where I was friends with everybody, then I would go with ah, we gotta get the tribe strong. We gotta keep winning. So yeah. I agree. It depends. Because again, I don't think I would do bad at challenges, but I don't think I would be like the exceptional like, wow, Chad is a team on his back winning everything. <laughs> I would do just okay. Same. I could see myself being a reason we lose a challenge if I ever go on. And so I would need to prepare for that. Yeah. Okay. Um, And just to note, Jessica was the first blind side of, yes, of the, the season. The, second, the first person voted out too. First person voted out, first yes. blind side. And she was really blindsided. She was. She had no idea. And, you know, I think, too, it was funny at the beginning of the episode when they were getting ready to start the challenge. And, you know, it was like, Pat, taken out of the game. And then everyone was like, oh, wow, I didn't see that coming. And then Jeff was like, he was not voted out, though. He was medically evacuated. And everybody was just like, oh, shit. Like, everybody was like, wow. And then he was like, just a reminder on how dangerous Survivor could be. And didn't Christian say something really witty then too? Like, I think he did. Yeah. I can't recall what he said, but yeah. he, I'm sure he said something. Yeah. 
But yeah, overall, a very good episode. I can't wait until the Goliaths lose a challenge. Oh, so, okay. I want to see that tribe go crazy on who. I think they'll vote out Natalie. I don't. But I think they will, just because they just dislike her so much. See, see. But maybe there's enough people who can recognize that. Mm-hmm. You know, listen. The mayor the of Slam Town. The target's always going to be her, so they'll just keep her around. I guess it's if it's not Natalie, who would it be on the Goliath's tribe? Because you know the week and then the first episode, they made it seem like it was going to be Natalie or like Mike. But even Mike has kind of gotten in good graces of everybody now. Yeah. So I don't know who it would be. Maybe Dan. I think I think Dan. I think he's yeah. too blinded by love. See, and that and to that's, recognize that he's actually being played by by Kara, by all the by all, all the women yeah. are playing the guys. And that's the thing, like women on both sides, both tribes have women who are partnering up with with a man and using them to get themselves farther. Yep, you know, uh, playing in the sand did it with Christian. Kara's doing it with Dan. <laughs> like they, it's it's awesome. And if they have a swap. And some of them get together, or if they get to the merge, that is going to be a deadly, yes. a deadly combination. That's going to be worse than like fans versus favorites. Those five women. Oh, the Black Widow Brigade the is Black, going to yeah. fail in comparison. I'm hoping. Yeah. I, if this goes the way I think it's going to go, I think we're going to see a dominant women's alliance, and I am all here for it. I'm. They I'm still here won't find any idols, <laughs> but I'm all for. But watching maybe them. they're so good they don't they even don't need, need idols. They know where they are. Yeah. Like at least at least Kara knows where it is. Yeah. They don't know that. Um. Uh. They don't know that. Um. The other where the other one is, but I'm sure they'll find it. Like, yeah. Give them time, they'll find it. So, yeah. Overall, very good episode, and I'm happy that we're not getting a tribe swap next episode. What are we? Are we supposed to get something crazy next episode? We've just—it's the way the last few seasons have gone. There's just been a tribe swap. Oh, you're after, right. I guess after there the, has. Yeah, after like the first like six days, there's been the swap. But because Pat got medically evacuated, we're getting nine days with them, and it's just three more days. But I don't know. Three days could make a difference. It does. Three days makes all the difference, and that's three more days of the tribe dynamics. And yeah. So yeah, I don't know. I'm 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 happy that we're getting Survivor that isn't the cookie cutter. This is what happens on Survivor every single season that right. we're getting. Like like the editing's different. We're not getting a tribe swap now. I'm not saying I want every first boot to be medically evacuated, <laughs> but I am saying I was very happy that it's not as predictable anymore. Yeah. And even after this vote, like if they all go that way, this is gonna be a great season. Yeah. Because I did Definitely. not think she was going home until the last the first, last like 15 minutes of the episode where I was like. And now she might go home. And even then, I was sitting there going, I think it's Lyrissa still. I, yeah. But yeah. I thought that the Mason-Dixon line alliance was yeah. just going to say. Like, nah, we'll send Lyrissa packing. Yep. But, and that's the thing, too. Like, this was a great episode. And Christian pulled that, like, you know, they were the swing votes. But was it a bad move? And that's, and I think that's going to be the question of the season. Because, like I said, if, if they're able to pull B in and then those women team up, and take out Carl next episode, they're screwed. Yeah. Because the writing is on the wall. They're going home soon. Like, uh, yeah. And Christian has himself saved a little bit because he's in well with them. And so by association, Nick is also there. But there's only a few people you can hide behind. Yeah. So they need to hope that they can either prevent an, a women's alliance or a swap comes. But even then, if a swap comes, you risk going home on a swap if the numbers don't fall your way. So it's a risky, it's a risky, yes, it was risky. And, you know, they did it because it's risky. But 
It doesn't mean it was smart. No, I think for the time being it was smart. Mm -hmm. But like you said, we'll just have to see where it yeah. goes and decide if it was. All right. Well, do you think now's the time to take some questions? Take some questions from the wonderful Discord uh, people. Yeah, let's um, hear them. Yeah, let me bring them up. I should be more prepared and have them written down <laughs> like you. But again, I don't prepare for anything. So, all right. So the first question we have is a editing question. Okay. Um, it says, Christian seems to be in, a, uh, it was from Corey. And Corey says, Christian seems to be in a really good position going forward, but he's very front and center in the edit. Do you think it would be too obvious for him to win? Also, Christian is officially my spirit animal. I don't think it's obvious that the, he's getting the winner's edit, at mm -hmm. least yet. Yeah. Because if you remember a couple seasons ago, Sierra, she got a winner's edit for quite a while. I thought Sierra was going to win Game Changers for a while. Yeah, mm -hmm. she got a winner's edit for a while. And then obviously she yeah. was voted out. So I don't know if he's necessarily getting the winner's edit. I think he has like a lot of good one-liners. Mm -hmm. And he's got a lot of good insight and he's really wise. Yeah. So I think that's why he's getting the edit he is. If this isn't the winner edit, then this is the person who's going to go like in like fourth, Far. like in like fourth place, lose, but be the character of the season. Yep. And then get brought back as soon as they have a chance to bring people back. Yep. Um, I agree. I could see this being a winner's edit though. Same. Like I said, it's, it's, it's kind of early to tell. Not even kind of, it is early to tell, but who knows? Something to look for. Uh, I'm going to go kind of branch off of that. Um, besides Christian, I think that'd be our answers. Who is your survivor spirit animal? Hmm. I kind of relate to Natalie a little bit. As much as I don't like her. From this season? <laughs> yes. All right. I like kind of relate to her because she's like, these people are annoying. Like, I feel like I don't. She's like, I don't fit in here. I can't imagine you being like Natalie Napalm. Well, I wouldn't. On the show. I'm definitely <laughs> someone who like. If people were annoying me, like I wouldn't say they were, mm -hmm. but I can like understand her mm -hmm. yeah. frustration with all of these people, especially like they're all strangers. You don't know them. Yeah. You don't know how all of them operate in their daily lives. Like, especially if she's like a CEO of a business or something like she's used to people yeah. doing what she says. Are we, so are we, are we doing, are we going with people from this season as our spirit animal? Oh, I thought we were. I mean, we can. I have an answer for both. Okay. Who's your spirit animal from this season? So from this season, I'd probably go with Nick. Okay. Because I mean, he's, he's a really, he's, he seems like a funny character. Um, he's naming alliances. Um, and it seems like he's just having fun. Mm -hmm. And if I went on the show, that's what I would probably do. Um, it seems like he's taking it serious without looking like he's taking it too seriously, which I think is at a good spot. Um, and since it can't be Christian, that'd be my answer. Outside of this season, my my uh, survivor spirit animal is Tyson Apostle, hands down. Like, <laughs> a very sassy, sarcastic man whose confessionals are hilarious mm -hmm. and who does whatever he wants. Like, I don't know. Every time I think of uh, Tyson, I remember when him and Jervis went on to the other tribes, tribes just started Jervis. eating all of their food. Yeah. And Tyson just being like, yeah, whenever there's an all-star season, like everybody just eats. Like, that's what we do. We just eat all the food. Yeah. And I was like, oh, that makes sense. Yeah. Eat all of our food. And Tyson's <laughs> like, I have these people actually believing that like, this is okay. Like, yeah. It's so funny. So I think Tyson would be my, 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 my survivor spirit animal if I could pull someone from not this season. Mm, okay. So. From not this season, I would say Andrea. Andrea, Andrea Belke. Andrea Belke. I love Andrea. Yeah, yeah, I think she's great. I think she tends to get a little cocky when oh. she plays. <laughs> or when, or from Game Changers, like, yeah. worst player ever, hope to see you never, like, yeah. friendship over. <laughs> like, 
All because Zeke wanted to vote her out. Yeah, but I definitely, I really like her and I like her gameplay. So. I like I like Andrew Bucky. Have you checked out her podcast? If not, no. She has a podcast. It's not a Survivor podcast, but they have Survivors on it. Mm, okay. Yeah, she had a friend Chesqua on it oh. this week. So I have not checked it out, but I've heard it's really good. Oh, okay. So, yeah, uh, I think that will be it for the first question. So our next question is from uh, Anita, and she says, Dear Chadley, she's my friend, she says, Hi, I'm a huge fan of you, and I'm going to be a big fan of your podcast like tomorrow when I can listen to it. In the episode this week, a lot of people talked about how Lyrsa was the weakest in challenges, but I don't see it. She won every challenge on their tribe on day one. Mm -hmm. Why do you think they labeled her as weak? Again, we kind of talked about this already. Um, I think there's a lot that goes into that, you know. I think Carl is also kind of smart enough to kind of see what's going on on the other side. Yeah. You know, I think Carl's like, oh, they, they're getting a women's alliance together. We need to get Lyrsa out because Lyrsa is one of the people who are like kind of spearheading it. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's why I think Carl was trying to really get the target on her. Um, also, you know, we don't know what happened, but Le- I could see Lyrsa and Carl really clashing personality-wise. Yeah. I think that's a reason why he was so adamant about getting Lyrsa out. Yeah. Because obviously you get on this island, you're not going to like everybody you're with. Mm -hmm. So instead of being like, I want to get rid of them because I don't like them, he says, well, she's the weakest. Exactly. As an excuse. And... And I think that's a thing that happens with lots of seasons, too. It could be anything. Like, there could be any reason to get rid of somebody, whether it be challenge performances, like your own personal thoughts on that person. Um, and I don't think Carl's going to come right out and say, I don't like Lyrissa. She bothers me as a person. Mm-hmm. So she's just going to struggle in challenges, and that's why we're voting her out. Yeah. Um, and I, th- I, th- I think that is why. I think there was something that happened that we didn't see, because um, I don't think it was important enough to show. But I definitely don't think it was challenge performance. I agree. So so this one is from uh, Jamal, and his question is, um, what do you think the long-term impacts of this vote will be on the Davids tribe? Um, We kind of touched upon that already. Um, I think it's going to result in um, them pulling B forward, making the Women's Alliance, and just decimating the Davids. Um, That's just my opinion, though. I could see it. Yeah. I also could see... If Christian and Nick stay strong as a as a duo, I think they could definitely persuade some of the women. Yeah. And then they would end up being the ones running the game. I guess it at com- least that yeah. tribe. I guess it comes down to uh, for the Davids, it comes down to who is the better uh players between Christian and I think Danielle. Mm-hmm. Um cuz Danielle's trying to get this women's thing going and Christian I think is a smart enough player that has enough enough tact to hopefully see what's happening and stop it. Yeah. Um, so whichever one of them can pull one over on the other one, I think we'll run the Davids tribe. I agree. Because I could see a women's alliance like forming and Christian being like, well, that can't happen. And then literally mm-hmm. pulling Gabby forward and being like, hey, let's go play in the sand and like yeah. <laughs> stopping it from, from happening. Yeah. So that's what I, th- it's it's going to be one of those two outcomes. I, I really can't see the Davids tribe, unless there's a swap coming soon, going any other way. So. I agree. Uh this next question is from Will. He says, hey, guys, longtime listener, first time asker, responder, caller, texter. Anyways, it's been clear that production's been favoring the Davids, and I was wondering what your thoughts were on this. They want the underdog story. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. That's why. They definitely want the David and Goliath story. I mean, I feel like it's kind yeah. of that mm-hmm. simple. I think it's a matter of the Davids are losing. So because they're losing, they're getting extra focus on them because they're yeah. just they're longer. Um, also I think production's going to give us whatever they're given. You know what I mean? So if there was something happening on the Goliath tribe that was important, 
we would see it. Right. Right now we're just seeing, you know, the Dan Kara showman's Natalie being a psycho and like that's basically it on that side. Yeah. Um and I think that's legitimately all that's happening there. You know, I don't think there's really much happening because I think the David or I think the Goliaths, as far as the tribe go, pretty much have it on lockdown, judging by the way they've been winning everything. Mm-hmm. So but on the Davids, I really think it's a dumpster fire. So Yeah. And if you remember, I'm trying to remember what season it was, but it was the season with her name was Stephanie, and there was like, oh my gosh, what was it? She was on the tribe that just kept losing. And when they Stephanie got Stephanie LaGrosa. Yes. Yeah. Yes. What season was that? It was like Panama or Guatemala? Or she played something? both. Uh, Guatemala was her second season. I think it's Panama. Okay. Yeah. If you remember like that season, it like only focused on that tribe because they were the only ones losing. Mm-hmm. And then once it got to the merge, we saw like all these people from the other tribe and we were like, who even are these people? Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I feel like that's. That might be similar to what's happening right now to where maybe the Davids aren't going to win many immunities early on. Mm -hmm. But once they get to the merge, typically challenges after the merge for a while are like puzzles of some kind. Mm -hmm. I think that's when we'll see some of the players flourish. Whoever's left. Yeah. Yeah. Um, No, I agree. I agree. Um, And but again, you know, it's it's it comes down to production's going to give us what they're given. Yeah. Um, and I just think there's just so many better characters on the David side. I agree. You've got Christian, you've got Nick, you've got like this. Lyrsa. Lyrsa. And on the David you have, and, 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 but then now that I'm thinking about it, like, oh, there's so many good characters just in general. Yeah. Like, this, this season is just a very good season. And I know it's kind of early to call this shot, but I think we're looking at a top 10 tier season. Oh, Okay. I'm calling I it could now. see it. I could see it. Yeah. Okay. This cast is great. Um, yeah, I'm all about this season. Same. So, but uh, I think that's all we have. Today. Okay. So, yeah, guys, thank you for listening. Make sure you follow um, the new Outlast podcast Twitter. I made it earlier this week. It's at it's at podcast Outlast because somehow my <laughs> dyslexia took over and I made that the Twitter handle. Um, you can follow me at Twitter at the Chad 100 and you can follow Mackenzie on Twitter at Mackenzie Carp. Mackenzie Carp, perfect. And make sure you check out the website uh, and more media co. That is our Twitter. That's also where you can find all of our awesome podcasts. Um, there's so many great ones. There's there's Pinned, of course. There's Conspiracy Club. There's Groupies. Um, it's a great website with really hardworking people on it. You can check out the podcast at Anchor. Um, that, uh, you can also check it out on Spotify, um, iTunes. Literally, it's everywhere. So make sure you check that out. Uh, Grant, anything you want to add? No, sir. All right. He said no, sir. So we are here from the illustrious Amor Media podcast, and we will see you next week. Bye, guys. Thank <laughs> you.